Welcome to the Wrestling Philosophy Show, where we discuss coaching perspectives, beliefs, and techniques. Find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, Instagram, and Twitter. In episode 11, we meet up with Mark Neiman of Inside the Circle. In part one, he talks how the preview started as a magazine and evolved to the whiteboard predictions. His positive energy and coverage of Central Ohio is unmatched. Go check out Inside the Circle on YouTube, and you won't disagree. Here we are, Coach Mark Neiman, uh, I guess former coach, yeah. Neiman, a.k.a. Cruiser, a.k.a. half of Inside the Circle, right? How are you doing true. today, Mark? How you doing? Hey, I'm fantastic. My, my, uh, my sidekick partner in crime told me, hey, listen, I don't know if I'll be able to get it on there, so... Uh, we, I didn't want to stress them out. So it's just me flying solo today, representing inside the circle, watch the show. And um, I'm really excited, man. I've watched probably all of, no, I've watched all, uh, all the episodes that have aired except one because it, I think it came out either last night or this morning and I was busy watching Metcalf this morning. Uh, so, I watched that last night. That was great. Oh, wasn't it? So, at, so it was a 32 minute clip, I think. And I'll get back mm -hmm. to more of what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. But at 24 minutes, I tweeted something out about, dude, he's skateboarding. He's talking about Sega Genesis. He's mm -hmm. riding BMX bikes. I'm like, this dude is my spirit animal. And then it starts talking about his, and so I tweeted something out. And then it gets to where his brother passed away. Kind of darker, yeah, like, oh. yeah, sadder, the the, the flip script, no wait, the script flipped. And, mm -hmm. my, and my emotions went from high to low. And I'm like, mm -hmm. oh, Flo, you did it again. <laughs> This is, oh, I shouldn't have sent that tweet out. So I backed that tweet up with something else. So, yeah, that was, uh, I don't think, you know, I think a lot of people are surprised, obviously, you know, oh, he's not, animal. not who you, who you thought, right? Yeah. Right? Well, I'll tell you what, it's interesting to listen to how he responded or he reacted when he found out his brother was growing the marijuana. Mm, right. And he just, As, he at that young of an age, right? At that yes. young of an age to and realize so, that. Mm -hmm. Yep. And so he realized maybe that wasn't the best way to handle it. But then when you saw at the end, his boy dry fired that bow, which is a no-no, but his kid mm -hmm. didn't know that. And Brent was walking down range, a double no-no. But you listen to Brent, right. he says, hey, yeah. hey, son, listen, I'm teaching you a lesson right now. Dude, I'm telling you, man, when they, when they show the person side of these mm -hmm. monsters, mm -hmm. it, is, it is, oh, I love it. Like brands, he's dropping his daughter off to gymnastics. He goes, hey, mm -hmm. sweetie, sweetie, I love you. And I'm just like, oh, wait, what? Yeah. Oh, man. How cool Where's was it though that the uh, you know the the Schlaters were in there too that from our Ohio tie. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? That had oh, my gosh. battles, man. Those are some awesome I would, matches. I would love nothing more than to tell my story about the Schlater Metcalf Medina. I would love, but let's get there. Let's get there. Okay, I'll mark it down so we get back to it. But Good. so you're mark so you ever listen to Nicola, right? Obviously, <laughs> uh we'll have some between there, but Nicola, yeah, that was a good that's a good one. Um can't wait. A good one. Um, so give us a little rundown, you know, for those who living under a rock that don't know you. Yeah. You know, uh, I'll tell you where it all started. Uh, it started no, uh, I will. I will. I'll, I'll actually tell you where it started. A lot like Brent Metcalf, if you haven't seen the flow doc, he's a little brother and we suffer from little brother syndrome, which means, which is two part. Number one, they, we all, we're always the punching bag. So that's just one part one. But then the second part is if your brother wanted to take up uh, jacks, he wanted to be a killer jacks player. All of a sudden, you would become the second best jacks player on the planet. Tiddlywinks. It didn't matter what it was. In my brother's case, we, I, I went from the football field. I remember this vividly one time. I went from a football field to a tennis court and played baseball that night. Uh, and all three of those, it, it was because I had an 8 o'clock uh, football game that I was able to play tennis at noon and play baseball at 4. So wow. that was my life growing up, mainly because my brother was into all those things, but also just because I liked it too, but I also liked it in my brother. But mm -hmm. um, all those things were great, man. You played football and then uh, you played baseball, you played tennis. I, I was actually on the swim team. Um, there's probably five other sports that I'm forgetting wow. right now. Wow. So I was constantly involved. And you would think all the, that running around would run the energy out of me, but it didn't. All it did was <laughs> amplify it. So as a kid, you know, I was part of this. And then, in, uh, see, my brother was my brother was in sixth grade, and we were in uh, little local football. And they came. The wrestling people knew what they were doing. There were four people um, that knew exactly what they were doing. Listen, if you're playing in this football league, if you want to be a better football player, you need to wrestle. Well, we're also well, this is probably our last year playing football. Well, what else? What other sports are you going to play? Simple. We're going to play baseball. Oh, got it. You want to be a better baseball player? You need to wrestle. Well, actually, uh, we might <laughs> just get involved in something else. Great. You want to be better in something else? You need to wrestle. So they were adamant about handing out these flyers. Well, my mom and dad were sitting there. 
they grabbed a flyer up. My brother grabbed a hold of it in the back seat. And he started reading. He said, Dad, I want to do this. I would love nothing more than to wear a mask, pointy shoes, and uh, a, mat, a, a cape, and then jump off a top rope somewhere. He right. was so misguided, but it led to it led us down a path that we we just we just really enjoyed the sport. There were elements of the sport that we really enjoyed, and I'm sure it's true for everyone who gets involved in the sport. But that that the part we love started to grow, and for me, it, it grew to where I, it grew to where I am now, as far as inside the circle. But when when we were in fourth and sixth grade, you got to know this. People used to come from miles and states around to be a to part of the Little Cruiser Wrestling Tournament. We gave, I think we were one of the first people to give away six-foot trophies, and, and they needed that thing, which it's probably broken down by now. It's, right. you know, thrown Nobody away somewhere. knows where it is. But at that time, it was the biggest thing. I mean, we had, um, there was some cat from down on, on the border, Ohio Valley area. I want to say it was one of the Tucker boys. I could be wrong on that, but I think okay. it was one of the Tucker boys. They used to bring some kids from uh, West Virginia. You're, you're talking about Martin's Ferry Tucker guys, right? Yes, yeah. Yeah, that's right. That's right. And so they would come up. Um, they, they would come up. Kids from Michigan would come up. I remember I got my butt beat by Brent Zupanzik, who his younger brother ended up playing. I think he, he, I think he either got first or second, right? Zach Zupanzik you're talking about? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think he got first. I think he bought, uh, beat one of the Vaughns from Watkins Memorial. But all that to say, I mean, I'm thinking to myself, I don't even know what North Akron Wrestling Club is. Where oh, yeah. is oh, that yeah. Exley? Is that in central, uh, on the other side of Columbus? Like, where are these people coming from? This tournament had like 500 people. I honestly believe, there's a part of me that honestly believes it was the precursor for the Tournament of Champions. Like, okay. somebody, somebody with a business mind said, hey. So Bart, Bart probably seen that, and then he turned <laughs> yes. back. What what he called the super tournament was first, right? It wasn't it tournament been. champions. It, it was called been. the super tournament. That was Bart's first tournament. It was uh, at Bexley, and he called it the super tournament or something. Then it turned. Do you happen to know the TOC. year of that? Uh, first year of TOC, I want to say was around ninety four. Oh, 95. brother, man! I'm telling you, oh. I am. Okay, so so yeah, that's probably. Yeah, go ahead, go on. I was gonna say, I'm telling you, mm-hmm. he and he has he has a, sort of a business acumen. Mm-hmm. What we did inside the halls of Groveport, Madison was, was, I bet, I don't even know if we had fire codes back then, because mm-hmm. I'm here to tell you, they broke everyone. Yeah, everyone we, yeah. we had, we had two mats in the cafeteria, one in the commons area. And, uh, and it's not, what, not that big of a high school. And that's what we the first TOC mats. had, that mats in the cafeteria. Right on. <laughs> up and in the wrestling four. room, up at, <laughs> one of the Dublins, the first one. The, oh, well, really? Uh, yeah, I didn't know yeah, that. Yeah. So, and we had four mats in the gym and the mats, so they separated them. If you were in the, the cafeteria, you were just a little kid, man. Just Mm -hmm, a tot. I think Mm -hmm. we called it tot, bantam, tots. And we taped the mat into force and you wrestled, you had four matches going on that small mat. mat, Right. Oh my God. There were so many people there, Jared. It was out of control. So there was a lot of energy. And so I'm attracted to energy. So if you've got energy, I want to be around it because I need more. And, and people are saying, no, you don't, no, you don't. No, yeah, I really do. So the, that, that happened. And so then, and all while that was going on, our middle school ha- had beaten Walnut Springs, which is where Luke Fickle was and Mike Fickle, who was an All-American for Penn, good himself. It was a Westerville school. And we were able to defeat them and in their streak of like five years of dual meet, which who cares now? I mean, honestly. Right. But, but in the moment. The time, it was larger than life. Like, it, it was like, hey, we don't get a parade through the city streets. Like, what's going on? We just beat them. But I don't know. I was living in a pipe dream. Anywho, so that 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 a little cruiser tournament's going on. Our middle school is absolutely rocking and rolling. We have a, a high school tournament called the Southside Shootout, where uh, seventy sort of cuts the city in half, and okay. seventy one goes north and south. So it was a bunch of teams from the south from south of seventy that were invited to Groveport. It's called the Southside Shootout, and um, it was a, a phenomenal tournament. And I think St. Ed's freshman team was there, if wow. the story is correct. St. Ed's freshman team came, and Groveport beat them. The next day, they got a phone call. The coach said, hey, uh, our freshman team would like to duel your freshman team. And I'm 99% positive they dueled, and I think Groveport won that duel. Wow. And so it was just like, what is going on in Groveport, Madison, that this is happening? Well, fast forward to my freshman year, the coach there – he, he's in a, a terrible situation as far as his marriage. And like, he just can't keep it going. At the end of a freshman year, he's like, look, I got to get out. 
Um, we had Russell T. Fraunapel come up, who Rex Fraunapel was a three-time state qualifier. I think he might have placed in the OVAC a couple times. Todd, Fra uh, Todd Fraunapel and then Josh Fraunapel were – I mean, we had a squad, and I mean a squad, uh, my freshman year. Really good team. Um, and I started wrestling varsity against Kevin Cleveland. My first match, I had people coming from the woodworks telling me straight up, Mark, listen, we're wrestling. And I'm looking at him like, I don't know who you are. I don't care if you don't know who I am. You cannot get pinned in this dual meet. It's number two versus number three, Dublin versus Groveport. It's the biggest thing in the city. Actually, of a newspaper, the newspaper came, the Columbus Dispatch, and took a picture of our coach in the face of the Dublin coach. And they oh, put it geez. on the front page, not on the front page of the sports page, but the front page of the dispatch. And I'm like, I'm losing my mind at this time. Well, the wheels sort of fell off after um, uh, Coach Nevergall uh, bounced. And it was just like, oh, and we, we just couldn't seem to get it back. And we had good teams, don't get me wrong, mm -hmm. but we just never really matched our potential. And I tell you that, I had three coaches in four years. And um, as great of a uh, uh, motivator as Mr. Nevergall was, Coach Nevergall, he was not necessarily technically sound. And I only say that in uh, context of what I know today. Right. Because when I, when I stepped in, my 2002 and 2003 to the junior high level, man, I had no clue what I was doing. It wasn't until 2007, I went to a Jordan wrestling camp. Mm -hmm. And uh, I show up and I'm like, okay, we're going to go to a camp. I've been to a thousand camps before. I know what happens here. No, that was totally different. Mm -hmm. And I learned a head inside single. I said, this is it. I, my, when I look back on my coaching career, my life changed because of that right there. And you were at the camp as a coach. Just yeah. So oh, yeah. People yeah. Don't, you know, if people don't know your age, you know. Yeah. Uh, I know how, you know, where you A fall. lot of that oh. happened. So I should go back to my high school career real quick. I'm a four-time sectional qualifier. So I actually qualified for the district tournament my junior year. But nice. I don't like to say that only yeah. because every time I meet someone, it seems like you're now a state champ where two years ago you were only a state qualifier or state placer. Like what happened? How did you yeah. get better? Well, as time goes, everybody gets better. I said, no, 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 not this guy. I'm going to go in reverse. So now I'm just a four time sectional qualifier. And you know, it's, it's one of those things where it's just like, well, why did I ever say that? But now it's stuck and it's just like, whatever. So fast forward, I graduate, I joined the United States army. I come back and, uh, Life, life is crazy. Uh, we have a really good high school team, but the coach it, it has already stated, listen, when my son graduates in 2004, I'm out. My brother mm -hmm. got, got in for the 2004-2005 season, 2004-05, uh, uh, but he knew he was going to take that job. So he told me, Mark, you have to get in. At and this is at Groveport Madison, correct? Yeah, at Groveport Madison. <laughs> you got to get into the junior high this way. But when I take over, our kids know what we need. Right. I was like, man, I can do that. I can do that. This is great. So at that time, I, I found out that this thing called JJ Huddle existed. Uh oh. I'm like, oh, watch out now. JJ Huddle is a form. And I, I mean, obviously. For those that don't know, me. it's what, like Yappy now, for those that don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So for those of you who don't know, JJ Huddle uh, was, is, the, is the modern, Yappy is the modern day JJ Huddle. And, you know, I got on there and I was, I was learning about events. I was learning about people. They were putting out rankings. I was like, whoa, like, Dude, this used to happen in the dispatch now. Every, I mean, and not only are they writing their name, they're sort of giving like write-ups on mm -hmm. what happened. Like, hey, this number two guy actually beat the number three and number five guy at a tournament, so that's why he's number two. I'm like, what tournament was that? So in the threads, you can go find that tournament. And I'm just like, where are the brackets for this? Oh, this is amazing. So all this, and I'm at college right now. I've got this deal where I show up at 7 a.m. for a class. I show up at 8 a.m. for a class. And then I don't have another class till like one or two. I'm like, what kind of schedule was I picking? So I did this and it, it, had, it was, we did, we were on semesters back then. And we, uh, I'm sorry, we were on quarters back quarters, then. Okay. And I did the entire first quarter and, and I'm, I'm, I'm sucked right into JJ Huddle. My, my nine to five, <laughs> that's not true. Not my nine to five. My nine to like. Your nine to one thirty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My nine, no, because I, I actually, I enjoyed doing some of the work yeah. for college, but there was a significant amount of time I spent. And I mean, I was just researching like crazy. And so fast forward, I'm, I'm now. Where'd you go to school? Where'd you go to college? I, I went to, well, when I got out of the army, they mm -hmm. told me, hey, it's best to just slow down. Take your time. Go into a community college. Slow don't, down. Don't right into you a slow down. Room. What's that? You you slow down. 
Yeah, no kidding, right? Well, and you know, I thought about it. It's actually not a bad idea. Take a class with 500 people at Ohio State or mm -hmm. take a class with 30 people at Columbus State. And I was like, mm, I think I'll take the class at Columbus State. Mm -hmm. And so I did that for two years. And actually, it actually paid off great because the, the schedule was good mm -hmm. because I could coach and I could really uh, manipulate my schedule in such right. a way mm -hmm. that I could – Right. do those things at Ohio state. It's like, no, you want to take the class, take it right here. We're not budging for you. We're not offering right. more classes. So it was good. And then, um, I actually enrolled into Ohio state. Gosh, when would that have been 2006 maybe. And so I enrolled in uh, Ohio state in 2006. And I only, I remember that because my brother needed help in 2006, seven. Okay. And that was the class, the first class that I had in 2002, three. So it was kind of cool that it worked that way. And he was like, Mark, I can't be the only coach up here. I was like, no right. problem. So, and it really worked because I found out that through JJ Huddle, there was this camp called the Jeff Jordan state champ camp. So I show up and uh, I mean, I, we've got, we said we're going to a team camp. We had six kids. We had mm -hmm. two, three junior high, four junior high kids and three high school kids. So we show up there and then all of a sudden he busts out this head inside single. I'm like, what? was that and then he builds off the head inside single mm -hmm. and then he builds off the thing he just built off of from the head inside single i'm like dude this is out of control this is an entire system what is this mm -hmm. well i mean when i was a kid it was just like hey look man if a double leg don't work harder you better run faster you better run through them faster so i mean i guess it's like that philosophy people talk about the oklahoma state philosophy and the iowa, iowa philosophy. right iowa right, says right. if it's not working do it harder mm -hmm. if oklahoma state it's not working, then you need to change it. Mm -hmm. So, and I guess I was sort of that Iowa school when I was growing up, but man, when, when that came out, it was like, whoa. So was before I'm YouTube and flow too. So I mean, usually in the system, like probably like, wow. I actually interviewed Martin on the floor in 2009 or 10, actually Scott, Nicole, Brian's brother, mm -hmm. uh, we were on the floor and I don't even know why Scott was there to be honest with you, but he interviews Martin and he's asking him questions and Martin's, you know, bright eye, bushy tail. You're like, this is what we want to do. And we're almost sitting there like this guy's out of control. So, oh my gosh, there's so much to, to like get to, but here we are, we're fast forwarding. We're getting to 2012, 2013. And, um, I'm now coaching, I'm implementing a system and it took, it took, we had four kids last four years on our high school team. You know, every team goes through attrition mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and, it, it, this is a wrestling philosophy show. It, if you haven't listened to Sean Andrews, Drew Lashaway talk, you need to go listen to those guys because the they're going to talk episodes, about, yeah. yeah, I can show technique all day long. Mm -hmm. If you don't stop and say, Hey, what's your name? Where mm -hmm. are you from? If you don't build a relationship with that kid, he, man, he, the, the likelihood of him lasting four years is probably small, especially if things get going tough. Mm -hmm. But I know this as a freshman, I wasn't about to let down my coach. It's just right. not how it goes. You don't right. do that. You, you don't do that. You don't let down your coach. So if they tell you, you need to, you know, keep it to a, a tech ball or a major, that's what we do. So it was one of those deals where I'm in there in 2013, 14, we've got these four kids who lasted four years and we called them and we're Groveport Madison cruisers. We called them the four horsemen and yeah. uh, because they made it. And, but that year they led, they, they actually led the team and, I loved what I saw. We had five kids make the district tournament and we had five more kids that were alternates. They placed fifth in the section. Wow. So they were alternates. So that, that day on that Friday, when we had to get out of early to go to the district tournament, we had 10 kids on the bus and I'm looking at my brother. I'm like, Pat, bro, seriously, when was the last time we put 10 kids on the bus for the district tournament? He was like, Mark, I can't tell you that it's gotta be since, you know, 1991 or 1992 when wild bill was leading the charge. They had wow. four state qualifiers that year. So, and we talk about success. We were talking, I think in the beginning of the show, right. we were talking about success. And I mean, I'm here to tell you, those kids making the district tournament was a huge success. And mm -hmm. they send me text messages now. You know, right. the, the things we did every Monday, Wednesday, Friday, we did a 25 minute circuit, which was basically a four, six minute matches. That's all okay. we did. But we did 45, 50 seconds on, 10 seconds to get to the next okay. station. And we just ran, you know, did it constantly. So, I mean, Crazy stuff, crazy but no, nonsense. That was, going on. you know, but your state finals, right? That we were talking to, about earlier. Now, okay, two things. Number one, during that time that we were doing those circuits, a lot of times, sometimes before practice, but sometimes during those circuits, we would show this video. It was called The Third Day. Will Knight produced it. It I, I actually met him. I think his, I went up to his Hank's episode place will be released here shortly. Hank Kornblatt, who owns a deli in Cleveland. I drove two and a half hours for lunch. 
I talked about Hank when I like 150 bucks for three of those videos. I said, I want them. I want, I want them all. I would watch that thing till the cows come home. I mean, it is such a great story in, in it. Jesse Lang is sitting there and he's talking And the way that it was produced was so good. He's talking about how he he's getting ready. He got orders as a Marine to go overseas. He's like, but I got the big 10 wrestling tournament coming up there. There's like a thousand things going on. And then it shows his ankle. Like, you know, your ankle is normally supposed to bend like this. It like bends like this. And it's, it, 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 it's completely fried. Like the scene cuts and he's sitting inside this, um, the training room and he's getting a take. He's like, I cannot walk on this, whatever the scenario is. And like the scene cuts. And then you hear this overdub. It was that moment that Jesse Lang would not qualify for the national tournament. He was later uh, called to be a Marine and something. It was just like, man, that was, that was intense. So go back to 2010 and uh, I'm, I'm looking at the dispatch and this is not to disparage the Columbus dispatch. They have a job to do. And I get that. I'm looking at the dispatch and I'm trying to figure out what tournaments are coming up, what teams are good and who, what wrestlers are making noise in the local Mm -hmm. area. Okay. I couldn't find it. And I'm like, oh my gosh, man, this is so frustrating. When I was a kid, man, it was always in the newspaper. Every Thursday, you knew exactly what was going to come out. So it was actually 2008 or nine when I was like looking around, just getting frustrated. I go up to Erie, PA. It was right around football time. And there's this 112 page, fully dedicated to high school football. It's wow. got every team broken down by conference. So pages one through eight were the 18 conference. Okay. Pages nine through 16 were the other conference with that hate 18s. And every page had who the coach was, pool quotes, uh, the top three guys on offense, top three guys on defense. And I'm looking at this thinking to myself, this has got to happen. This has to happen. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't get paid to do that. I was, you know, working a nine to five and I, I'm, I'm scrounging like crazy. I just got introduced to the iPad. So, okay. I mean, this shows you how, I mean, when I started going to college, I took an online course. They gave you a disc. You had to put it in and listen and then do these tests. Mm -hmm. Right, right. I failed that thing so miserably. It was out of control. Anywho, so I get this iPad and I realized that you can type and create documents. I know this is like crazy, right? Mm -hmm. And I start creating and I start creating a lot like this podcast. You start doing something and you want to add something. And by the time the fifth, seventh or 10th episode gets going, you're night and day from that. Yeah, from the right, you know? right. And so by the time I get, I got to like the, the 27th page, I'm like, what am I doing? Like I had fully gone all in on this thing. I said, I'm going to organize this in a much better way. So it's actually on our website now. I've seen like that, yeah. from the past or mm-hmm. whatever. It is, it is a document. It's just a running document. It's got a cover page. It's got um, the table of contents and then it breaks into, it's got pictures in there. It's got little tiny, um, what are the editor's notes about the pictures, like who it is and what they're doing in that particular time. It was such a large undertaking. So I do that and I show up to the, the fall coaches meeting and I put mm-hmm. one on every table. I printed them out, mm-hmm. I stapled them, I put them out there and people, you know, you're sitting back watching and people mm-hmm. are flipping through and like, oh, this is great, oh, this is cool. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, this is good, this has got good traction. Two things happen. Number one, I'll tell you the negative first. This kid walks up to me and it was a team that I I just overlooked. I don't know what happened. I think I overlooked the entire conference. And he comes up to me and says, hey, uh, what's up? You you didn't even put our conference in there, bro. And I'm like, what are you talking about? What are you talking about? And he's like, our team, our whole conference, not in there. What's up with that? What, you don't like us? I'm like, no, no, dude, it was a complete oversight. And I felt like, I felt like my entire world was crumbling at my feet. Like, I'm um, just like, I, I didn't mean to do that. And he's coming at me with some negativity and I just couldn't handle it, man. I was like okay. falling apart. I got into my car. I, I mean, I was probably borderline crying and I'm just like, I don't want to overlook anyone. I don't want to slight anyone. I just want to promote what we have in the central district. That's all I wanted to do. Why would he take it that way? So right. through, you know, through the last 10 years, I've gotten a little more callous. I've gotten a little more better, uh, more better. What are you an English teacher? I've gotten better at handling. <laughs> I've gotten better at handling some negativity, but that was the first thing that happened. The second was 
my sidekick, Sean, he was actually helping us at Groveport. He used to be a coach at Grove City uh, in the okay. Grove City system at the middle school. He was actually a state qualifier back in uh, 1991, maybe, for Franklin Heights, a central, uh, central district team. Their team was really good, and I mean really good. They were number two in the area, number one in the area for like three or four years. Tom Falk, I think his brother was at Bluffton. I think yep. they were yep. – uh, Josh was my uh, brother's age. He was, there his son go. was a state so, champ also, yep. I see, I, see, I see him at – the Van Buren tournament every year he's there. Boom. Yes. Go ahead. So, yes. So Sean comes to me and says, hey, I want to help out at Groveport Madison. Not a problem. We can use the help. So he helps out. So he sees me staple these things together and put them out. He's like, what are you doing? I was like, well, I made this little, um, little handout that people can get a better understanding of some teams. So um, each the, – the team that won their conference got a full page, but then the rest sort of got cut down into small little snippets. And I did this huge write-up for Mount Vernon. John Brown's in there. I did a huge write-up for Pick Central. There's a lot going on in there. So he's like, hey, this is actually pretty cool. Let me, let me think. Give me, give me some time to think. About two months later, he comes back to me as if we had never left the conversation. And he says, hey, I figured it out. I was like, what, your locker combination from seventh grade? What did you figure out? You know, Fibonacci's code? Talk to me. What are you talking about? He goes, here's what I want to do. I want to record, and this was right around the time Zeb was coming on mm -hmm, strong, right. who was episode number three. Zeb is coming on strong. Flo Wrestling is coming on strong. Um, he says, here's what I want to do. I want to put a bracket on a whiteboard, and I want to write their names in, and I want to walk through and tell the story for each weight class. I was like, that's crazy. I love it. Yeah. Let's do it. Let's do it. So we had a whiteboard in our wrestling room, and so the first – ever whiteboard predictions it was so raw zero energy very matter of fact we stood there and i remember this it's gone now it was on the go ohio's website and uh, we switched over do you it's check gone. with him I, I he has a lot in hard drives and stuff do you check with, uh, check with him? no i didn't do okay. hard drives back then uh, I had oh because you had that you had the, the raw footage that's right yeah okay. i had the raw footage okay. and so as a content creator i could right. upload that stuff this mm -hmm. it, it was like right i remember that this? yes you're uploading some good stuff Dude, I'm out. Of, I'm losing my mind. I'm like, I can take matches and upload them, and people can watch them. This is insane. So I start. So I I listen to Sean's input, and I say, I think we can do this. Mm -hmm. Well, he doesn't talk to me about what his plans are necessarily. I mean, he tells me, you know, this is what so, we want to do. So at this so, point, did you call it inside the circle, or when? Uh, when yeah, I think yes, yes, because that first stapled copy at the very mm -hmm. top, it was called inside the circle. So, so from and, day one, huh? So yeah, yeah for our listeners yeah, that don't know, from day one. Was, and Sean, yeah. to his credit, always and, and it's so kind of him. He always says, "No, this is Mark's brainchild. I just love what he's doing, and I want to be a part of it." And I'm just thinking, Sean, you are such a part of this, Sean. You have no clue. And I'll give you a great example of what I mean by that. Mm -hmm. And this will sort of bleed into where we go next. Okay. Sean, right when I asked him, I said, hey, Sean, we've been invited to a podcast. Um, you can be a part of it. You don't have to be a part of it. I don't care. I'm just letting you know what the deal is. He goes, you know, brother, I'm not thrilled about it. I don't hate the idea. I just, I don't know if that's where my time is best spent. I said, what do you mean? What are you doing, man? He goes, well, I'm writing um, the intro for the, uh, um, the first episode. I'm like, dude. It's August. It's September. What are you talking about? He goes, yeah, this is what I do. And, you know, I should have known. He, he will, like, he went to JO's. His research never stops. Okay. He's constantly texting, calling, email. I don't think he emails because he doesn't know how to use a computer. But <laughs> he, um, he'll, he'll spend, he'll go out to lunch with coaches. And, like, he's constantly investing time to try to get a good picture of the overall central district. So when you come and you, or when I come and I say, hey, man, I really like Marysville's returners or Upper Arlington's returners. They've got eight returners, man. That's huge. Mm -hmm. He goes, yeah, but did you think about this, 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 this? I'm like, no. Yeah, they're going to finish eighth in the district this year. Wow. I'm like, really? I thought, I thought they'd be a lot better than that. He goes, Mark, trust me, eighth. So, and then they finished. So you compliment each other real well. with. Oh, with yeah. I have no clue what I'm talking about. He actually knows what he's talking about. So it really works well. <laughs> but um, so we do this, we do this episode and, and, you know, when we, when we do it, it was so funny. It, it actually, it's gained a lot of traction since that first one. Mm -hmm. And um, let's, let's fast forward to maybe five years in or six years in. And Shakur Laney was a wrestler for ours. It might have been, no, that was the first year. I take that back. It was the first year. And we, he had a tough, and I mean a tough opponent in Luke Nace. Luke Nace obviously was good. He was very, he's a good 
a central district. He was a good statewide wrestler. He actually wrestled at OU. So he was a good wrestler. And aside from that, he was a terrible matchup for Shakur. I do not know what happened this year at the district tournament, but Sean picked Luke Nace to beat Shakur. And he had already beaten him like two or three times before that. So when Sean picks Nace, I wrote Laney's name on the line. He goes, hey, what are you doing? Because I was Laney's coach. Right. I'm like, I can't put, put anybody spot. else's name yeah. left to Laney. I right. believe he's going to win. I believe right. with every ounce of my being he's going to win. And I know Luke Nace. I know Todd Nace. I know all these guys. So I'm thinking, listen, I cannot, in, my, in, in good faith, tell my kid he's going to lose here and then try to coach him in the corner. It's not going to work. Nah, I'm not putting no. anyone else's name there. Mm-hmm. He goes, Mark, you have to put Nace's name. So I said, screw it. You're, that's on you, though. So I raced it. At the district tournament, Shakur Laney beat him. I was like, dude, dude, I was freaking going nuts. I was in the top of the balcony just going, I was going crazy. I mean, I was going crazy. So anywho, we, uh, around uh, five or six years in, we, we started doing it. It's starting to gain a lot of traction. And somebody sends me a, a, like a private message or a DM or an email maybe. And they're like, hey, when does Division Two come out? And I'm thinking to myself, there's no way. Um, aside from the amount of time and energy, right, and when I mean right. time and energy, we go to Medina. Chad Gilmore is the man. He lets us sit very mat, close mat side and tape. Chad's awesome. Chad is and, awesome. But dude, Chad is an amazing individual. Mm-hmm. So he allows us to do the research that we need to do that whole second day of Medina. I mean, we're I mean, we're just sitting up there doing all kinds of brackets. We're talking to coaches. You know, hey, I saw this kid lost uh, seven to you know seven to four. You know, can you walk us through the match there? And, and they'll tell us, and we'll write those notes down. Sean will write them down. He'll make a middle note of it. So when we do the show, it you know we factor Context, that in, right? Yeah. So there's a lot going on there, but people don't realize we go to Medina. We stay the night at Medina. We drive straight from there, go to Brecksville. We love it when it's a like a three-day event. Right, right. Dine day one, and then overlaps day one and day two, and then we go to Brecksville. We go to Ironman. We get a hotel. Why do you go to Ironman? Because there's Central District teams there. That's mm-hmm. why we go to Ironman. We go to Brecksville. We go to um, all these tournaments. We go to Kevin Cleveland. We, like, we go to all these tournaments, not because they're close, but because our kids are wrestling. When we say our kids, they're Central District kids. Right, right. I got you. They're wrestling. So – there's a lot of time and energy. So all that time and energy that had really started in June with during JOs mm-hmm. comes all the way around. And then we tape, we do inside the circle and we tape the whiteboard predictions. Each weight class takes anywhere between 20 and 30 minutes. Now I'm not real good at math, but if I took 30 minutes and multiplied it by 16, I would probably come up with 480 minutes. Now, again, I'm not good at math, but that's eight hours. It's a lot. If, if, we didn't have to use a restroom, didn't have to, you know, stretch and write down our script. That's eight hours straight. The actual taping takes somewhere between 10 and 12 hours. I tell you all of that to tell you this. When that person sent me that message, dude, I thought I was going to die. Mm-hmm. I was like, you've got to be kidding me. We've got to do D2 now? So like, wait, that can't happen. So if you had a limited time, limited budget, let's just say, you know, <laughs> perfect world, what would uh, Inside the Circle look like? You, that is a great question. You know, honestly, th- this is the honest God's truth. And I, I, I'm thinking since we're in a virtual setting right now, yeah. I, I think, so I don't know what the season's going to look like, right. but here's what I'd like to do in light of the season. I think I would like to sort of talk to ADs and superintendents and athletic directors and coaches and mm-hmm. say, listen, we can only do duels, tries, and two by fours or quads. The regular Joe can't come in. Mm-hmm. Can we stream this event underneath the guise of inside the circle? This way it can get out to the masses. Now, how do I monetize that? I don't know, and nor do I really care. Because you should watch the episode with uh, Brian Nicola. He might I can't wait. He might give you a little insight. I haven't watched it yet. I was too busy watching that cat. (laughs) He might give you some insight how you can monetize that and what what, uh, platform to use. He's a, oh, okay. he's a journalism guy, you know, right? Yeah, yeah, I know. Well, so, so that's part of it. So there's yeah. two parts to this. Number one, I would do the streaming. But number two, and this came about because my son is not in a traditional high school. He's at a, a, a technical school. Okay. So his junior and senior year, and part of what he's doing is graphic and digital design. Awesome. And part of that, one of those veins inside that is photography. Mm-hmm. I said, son, it would be absolutely awesome if you tagged along with me and took pictures. And then going back to that first magazine, we did write-ups that we, we sort of had, we had a website. Mm-hmm. We put these write-ups like, you know, page right. write-up that right. talked about the events. And we had pictures involved in that because 
I mean, there's cameras that can do a whole lot more than my iPhone can. Right. So, right. I mean, you can get close, close shots. And, mm -hmm. and I think that would be really cool because again, back in my day, the dispatch did that. And I'm not, I'm not about to disparage them. And I'm also right. not going to disparage them. But you want to thank them really, right? Oh, they definitely. That, yeah, you yeah, do that. yeah. Because they, they set me up to yeah. want that. Right. 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 And, and the, this week we, so we have local news that are called this week. And I don't know if they're affiliated with the dispatch, but man, I'm here to tell you, those guys work tirelessly. Mm -hmm. They cover every sport and, and it's probably, they're probably just the sports guy, but man, so anytime the this week news on inside the circles, Twitter handle, uh, put something out, I'll retweet it. I don't mm -hmm. care if it's about softball. I don't care if it's about figure mm -hmm. skating. I don't care. Tiddlywinks. Right. I don't care. I'm going to, because those guys, man, they, they work nine to five. I remember getting text messages or yeah, maybe private messages, maybe on through Twitter mm -hmm. at 5 a.m. When I was coaching at Westland, I coached one year at Westland and the guy was like, Hey, where are you guys going this week? I'm like, bro, the sun <laughs> isn't even up yet. You do not need to be up right now. Yeah. No, I'm writing a story, man. This is good stuff. I'm like, Oh my gosh. And then when you finally read it, you're like, this is great stuff, man. So those guys work tirelessly and, um, inside the circle, unlimited budget, unlimited. I think that would be a lot of it. Um, we, I, so my wife and I built a brand new house. And nice. in the basement, it's sort of like half and half. And mm -hmm. on the one side, I made a man cave, but I also nice. put a whiteboard. Nice. And uh, I put um, a green screen. I put the ability for a green screen. So now we can, you know, instead of going to, you know, a local high school, an old mm -hmm. wrestling room nice. or a classroom or our church classroom or something, we can just come to my house and we'll have lunch and then we'll do our class. And while we're having lunch, we'll talk about the storylines and all that jazz. That's Man, awesome. And there's so much involved with it though. People just don't realize. And here's the other thing we do is inside the circle. And I don't think people realize this either. I'll get to two things. Number mm -hmm. one, we do a weekly episode. We try to do a weekly episode. Sometimes there's no content, as not mm -hmm. as much content that we right. feel is, is just like we can't take time away from our family. You know, here's a it's great example. It's not a full episode, right? Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. So Sean, Sean one time calls me up and he's like, hey, is there any way we can do from one to two today? I'm like, yeah, we'll do whatever you want, man. I said, what's the, so when he got there, I was like, what's the need that we have to be from one to two? We'll shoot this episode real quick and you can go. He goes, well, my son's birthday party's today. I said, your son's birthday is today? He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, Sean, don't come. Don't do that. Don't, mm -hmm. and it's just one of those deals where it's not that we, we have to, and it's not that we feel that we have to. It's mm -hmm. truly that we want to. And right. this is the second point I'm going to make is I just wish that coaches would understand and somebody tweeted this out not to assume positive assume positive just and we i promise you we will never let you down mm -hmm. i did not mean to slight whoever it was that i slighted that first year and i remember going to my car and i felt like tom ryan just grabbing onto things and crying like <laughs> i didn't mean to let you down i did mm -hmm. not mean to do that that's not what i meant to do so now nowadays it's it we've got a little more traction and i don't want to say it attracts haters but you know I don't mind if we put a name on the line and the mom comes up to him and says, Hey, you didn't pick my son. Mm -hmm. Hey, but thanks for doing what you do. They and don't I realize how much time. Yeah. Look, Zeb, Zeb was talking to stalemates up here <laughs> and he was like, he asked, um, as Zeb, you do rankings. Like, are you kidding me? Do you know how much time that is? Like, and you're doing this for, their kids, right? Yeah, you're not, you're, right. Not, you're doing it for and they're, they're mad at you because you're doing it for their kids. Because right? we didn't pick their kid to win. Right. And, I, and then, you know, it's only happened a few times. Right, right. With, with true negative, mm -hmm. with true negativity. It's only happened a few times. Mm -hmm. the, the vast majority of the time, the parents are very appreciative for the time that we put in. Right. Um, they, they'll send emails. They'll, they'll just send all kinds. They'll get involved in the end of the year. Um, we do this thing called a Pick'em's Contest mm -hmm. where every year we have 50 to 60 um, people in this thing. And you know, it's so funny. It's if I didn't know who was picking, I would know who was picking because <laughs> it's obvious what team you yes, represent. Right. This kid is Owen, you know, he's 12 and nine and he got to the district tournament and you've got him winning against a two-time state champ. Come on now. So, but those people come up to us and, and again, there's only been a few haters. Right. And, and, and so I've learned to deal with that a little better. You're going to have but, that whenever you do. I, mean, I know, and I know. No. So welcome to my to world of uh, the OAC stuff, man. Oh, <laughs> I can on, only right? imagine. I can only imagine. But the, the people that come up to us and they're like, hey, we really appreciate the work that you do, the mm -hmm. time that you put in, and it's awesome. We thank you for that. Next time, pick my kid. I can roll with that any day of the week mm -hmm. because they get it. Mm -hmm. They get and we understand. And, you know, we actually had to put out a disclaimer two years ago, three years ago. It was, I don't hate your kid. I really don't. Uh, I want right. your kid to win. 
but and we call we started calling it the prove us wrong campaign mm -hmm. if, if your kid proves us wrong we'll be the one in the corner cheering like right. oh that's yeah, an upset yeah, yeah. yes right. like we don't we don't care mm -hmm. like oh it's so and you know and i really do and this is honest to goodness right here when we do our weekly um podcast our video youtube channel you know we'll get three four hundred views and that's good i love that's that and yeah. um so I appreciate the people who watch and then they see us at the next event and they'll say something, you know, some offhanded comment that I made or Sean made and they'll bring it back up. And it's just, you know, it's funny, mm -hmm. but the D two and D three people, you know, it's just one of those deals where look, man, you guys are so far spread out that we mm -hmm. can't get to your events. Like right. you think we can get to the right. D ones where it's, it's us moving heaven and earth just to get to the D one. Right. right. And so I mean, I, I don't feel bad necessarily, mm -hmm. but in some ways I do because I well, want to be realistic. Your you're realistic though, you know, but yeah, exactly. Cause my place only so big, my time can only be cut so much. Mm -hmm. So, and then I've got to grade papers, put it into the grade book, you know? Mm -hmm. So it's like, ah, but, um, you know, when the D2 and D3 guys come to us, it's just like, oh, we had a two time state champ in Hudson jump. This kid is a freak of nature from Grandview Heights. Mm -hmm. We, we were unable to get to an event where he was. And I, when I look back, that's the kind of kid that needed coverage, not needed it in the sense that I only, I only, I could give it. But you wanted to but, show him off from the central yes. district, right? Dude, for, he's from the central district. And I'm, 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 if I could get a cam camera with a wide enough angle lens, this way his shoulders would fit into it. <laughs> like this kid was a specimen of all specimens. He's just an amazing young man. And we just couldn't like work it in. Like for whatever reason, like, Hey, we're doing it this week. Well, we can't do it this week because we got X, Y, or Z. It's like, daggone it, man. Right. Damn. So, you know, you just got to roll with the punches. And, and I, I would go back to the assume positive. Just assume that we're trying the best we can to be the kindest people on earth. And, you know, I think in some ways we have a lot of love, but it oftentimes, and I don't mind, that it doesn't get publicized. Mm -hmm. And recently we went to a, we, we, we did a, somebody did a fun, Orange, Orange. They did a fundraiser. And I drove up to Olentangy and you think, well, if you don't know where Columbus or Pataskala is compared to Olentangy, who cares? Well, when you find out it's a 45 minute ride, you start to, a 40 minute ride, you start to think, wow, that's a long way to go to give somebody money for a car wash. Mm -hmm. But it is, but that's not what it's about. It's about showing up and saying, hey, I recognize this kid. I recognize that kid. Hey coach, how you doing today? Right. This way, when they see you and they, you ask the question, hey, I realize that you came up on the short end of the stick that time, but we're doing an interview here. And I want to know what, what do you think you missed in that aspect? And I just wasn't aggressive enough. Instead of who are you to come up to me and ask me after a loss, <laughs> right. what just happened? Because there's no relationship there. Mm -hmm. But if you show up to their, their car wash or their bake sale or do whatever, it's mm -hmm. like, Hey, who the heck is yeah. this guy? Mm -hmm. Hey, look, man, you're a central district wrestler. I care about you. That's the mm -hmm. bottom line. At the end of the day, that is the bottom line. And although you might not be able to handle that, Trust me when I say I can handle that. So, gosh, that's you got awesome. me all fired up, Jared. No, that's crazy. Oh. So, so no coffee. You don't do coffee, huh? No, I've never had a sip. Never had really? a sip. Just don't like the yeah. flavor or just you just go nuts? Uh, no. <laughs> so, so that, here's a question I have for you then. When you took yeah. what, you know, you're a road warrior, right? You know, yeah. when you go to the gas station, you know, what do you get at the road oh, trip? Oh, sunflower, sunflower seeds are my go-to. Okay. okay. I love sunflower seeds. In 2000, uh, 2007, eight. I grew my own sunflowers. Oh, no, uh, yeah, same here. Yeah, and then, so funny. So, I moved in the city, but we used to be out in the country, had some awesome sunflowers. Yeah, so right, right. I had four or five sunflower mm -hmm. plants and mm -hmm. I harvested them. I looked up how mm -hmm. to harvest them. Mm -hmm. I did it, I roasted them, I salted them. Oh, I'm mm -hmm. sorry, you boil them in salt water mm -hmm. and then you roast them. And mm -hmm. that's what I did. I let them cool. And awesome. I'm telling you, they were the best sunflowers I've ever had. The only mm -hmm. problem, the reason I didn't keep doing it, the problem was that it was like a 50-50. It was basically Russian roulette. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I'd go through all the work to crack the shell and there'd be no, no seed. Right. And they're a little, <laughs> uh, ones I had, they're like more rounded. I don't know if I got the right sunflowers yeah, you know, or not, that's, but they're that's more rounded. Yeah. yeah. And they're not them long, you know, oblong yeah. shapes. So now, yeah, you're right. Quick, the longer ones are a little easier to crack. Right. And I, I had a chip tooth. I honestly believe it's because of 20 years of just eating sunflower seeds. Man, I'm telling you, man, this is my left side of my jaw, I call it Operation Raw Jaw. When the spring comes around, that's it. I'm eating sunflower seeds. My wife cannot stand when I eat sunflower seeds. Can't stand it because I. <laughs> but uh, so, so I don't eat them. Around. What's okay. that? So that's your road fuel. It's your yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh no, 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 no. I got more fuel. Hold on. Um, I like when I buy the the 
Frito-Lay sleeves, two for a dollar. I think okay. it's actually a dollar nine now. Right. I'll get a Nutrageous, King Size Nutrageous. Oh, that's the real okay. deal. Now they have the Take Five. Oh, right. <laughs> mm, that's good stuff right there. That's but yeah, no, it's just, you know, the, it, it truly is the, oh, I, earlier I said that we got into it because there was something about wrestling that we really enjoyed. But as mm -hmm. we get older, that's what we love sort of, sort of multiplies grows. multiplies yeah it sure does and it's not that the compet the, the idea of one-on-one -on -one is still there that's mm -hmm. that that never left if you want to change something change it mm -hmm. so that's still there but a layer outside of that is the is the and i attribute this to tommy rollins the merits of the sport the idea of one-on-one -on -one is here then the merits of the sport discipline sacrifice mm -hmm. commitment all these things transcend the sport they go on to life like mm -hmm. I'm a teacher. Right. There's days that teaching isn't the greatest, but man, it's, it's so rewarding. If you just get through that time, mm -hmm. marriage, right. same thing. Guess what? I love me. I love me. My right. wife, not every day. Not you know, every day. she right. might not love me every day. Right. Maybe she does. I don't know. But my point is, but we made the commitment, sweetie. You mm -hmm. said, I do. I said, I do. And we're going to get through this just like when I had to learn the single leg and my coach just stood there and said, nope, not, not right. it. No. So, Hey, we're going to keep working. I'm going to try to improve myself. You're going to try to improve. And we're going to talk through this. So the merits of the sport also are awesome. But then when you get to the community, man, mm -hmm. we have some, and this is why I love your podcast. And this isn't blowing smoke. I'm just telling you when Sean Andrews speaks, I want to listen. When Drew Lashaway speaks, I want to listen. Mm -hmm. When coach Malave speaks, I want to listen. When all those people are having conversations, I want to listen. Jeff Jordan started sending out this Wednesday wisdom. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> My wife's Who, like, who's not going to listen to him, right? <laughs> exactly. You're My a fool like, if you don't. No, exactly. 100%. Mark, why does it take you 30 to 35 minutes to use the restroom? Sweetie, Jeff Jordan was talking. <laughs> yeah, but your legs are asleep. Yeah, I know they are. But it's Jeff worth it. Jordan was speaking. <laughs> it's worth it. What don't you get about this? Oh, that's awesome. That's funny. That's good and, stuff. And that's sort of, and you know, through the, and so that community aspect through the years, oh, I cannot tell you. And you know, like, like my buddy Kale Sanderson said, number one, don't name drop Mark. Nobody likes that. Mm -hmm. no, I'm just kidding. I've never met Kale. I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, but I have met a lot of people that like, if you met them in a mall, like you, you're paying for something and you're like, it's $16.99. I thought the sign said $12.99. I only got $15. Like, oh, I got it. I got it. Here, here's five bucks, man. Right. Like, they're just the greatest people in the world. Right. They're amazingly giving, amazingly caring. And I know we see the worst of it on Twitter and social media and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. But the people I've come in contact with, the people that send text message or, you know, little things here and there, they're just amazing people that, yeah. would, that would give just about anything for you. Right. And I know for a fact that the coaches – at least where I am, and I'm sure, uh, listening to Drew Lashaway talk, Coach Malave talk, they'll do anything for you. Right. They really will. The right. problem is so often that we don't have the, the target to accept that arrow. Like right. they're shooting an arrow of, listen, I'm willing to give my time, but we don't have a big enough target that to allows accept it. Right. Our, yeah, our mm -hmm. inability to accept that. I don't know mm -hmm. what that is psychologically. If you can figure that out, that's great. Yeah. But some people are so quick to push off any type right. of help. Well, I think it's human nature, right? To kind of yeah. worry and be defensive. Like uh, talking to wrestling mindset. Um, I don't know what episode, probably 11 or so would be. But, uh, you know, that's in our human nature to kind of worry and stress. You know, that, you know we're hunter and gatherers, and, you know, all that stuff for years. And we were primed in our mind, right, to be worrying. But, but no, that the show, that, you know, thanks for the a shout out on Sean and, and Drew and, and Malave. You know, those are, um, you know, the pleasure of Malave, Coach Malave coming in. You know, I would bring, you know, a coach at St. Mary's and I brought him in last year. And, you know, he went above and beyond. He brought, you know, a couple of guys with them and they, you know, did this, you know, practice. And it was just, you know, he went above and beyond and just good people. And obviously I've been blessed with Sean and uh, Drew, known them for a long time. It's like, those are the type of people I'm on the show and hear their approach. And, you know, just the wrestling community yeah. is awesome, right? It, well, I mean, you it's, know, gosh. You mentioned that they go above and beyond. Mm -hmm. At some point, people going above and beyond becomes the norm. Mm -hmm. and, and we have to outdo ourselves. <clears throat> but no one ever does. No one ever falls. I'll say this. We just had, uh, so Lance Palmer, not Lance, excuse me. Colin Palmer mm -hmm. runs a, a, play, a 
a club within 30 miles of my house. Mm -hmm. And my son wanted to be involved. I said, son, that's fine. We'll go and we'll be involved, but you have to walk away getting better. That's the bottom line. Because mm -hmm. I'm telling you that the things he's going to ask you to do are going to be very difficult. Mm -hmm. You have to be willing to do them. And so we go and my son got better and I loved it. It was great. And when you think that he's done everything that you expected him to do, he like, all right, now we want to do this. And it's like, what is this? So he, he brings in Cliff Fretwell for a scramble. Camp Cliff is awesome. A testament. And yeah. that guy is great. He's oh. awesome. Right. We brought, I brought him in two in, years ago. Yeah. He's up, he's up uh, in Cleveland yeah. right now at, yeah. I think, the wrestling factory. At Lake Catholic. Yeah. Okay. Lake, you're right. You're mm -hmm. absolutely right. Lake Catholic. And you know what? You know what I said in my brain? Okay. Today's Friday. How long does it take? Round trip, right? But no, I'm, I'm going to OU, uh, Ohio University's golf outing this sun Saturday. Look so at I you. can't go. Man. I know. It sucks. So, um, but, but Cliff, he brought up Cliff, and Colin's point was, guys, I don't know everything there is to know about scrambling. I've got enough to be dangerous, but there's a system involved. I'm going to bring the guy that, to bring that, that system to you. Yeah. So he brought up Cliff, and I'm just mm -hmm. thinking to myself, he did not have to do that. It's Colin freaking Palmer. Mm -hmm. You could just say, hey, these are the three moves that we're going to do. And I've been like, oh, that was cool that he showed that. But that's not what he did. He said, no, I'm bringing in the expert and mm -hmm. an expert. And you're going to learn from him. And mm -hmm. man, I'll tell you what. I told my son, I said, listen, if he's bringing up Cliff, you're going to go to it. Because you have a natural tendency to, rather than start with baseline defense, you have a natural tendency to try to grab a leg and pass. Mm -hmm. So you're going to get better at that. Man, I'm telling you, man, my, it, my son really took to it like a fish to water, and I love what I saw. Oh, he is a great guy. He's a great guy. He, he has a way of connecting with the kids. We have a heavyweight. I'm not going to – Heavyweight. Couldn't, couldn't do much, okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, he had him doing uh, Granby's and all these roles, and I, I had a video and said it to everybody. Like, look, look what – you know, if this isn't a testament of what kind of – clinician and coach and how he connects with kids i don't know yes. what it is i mean it's like what what is going on and it was like within five minutes you know it's yeah. just crazy and um so yeah we've had him up i always i try to get him you know this summer and uh you know fall he's probably he's pretty good. full of schedule yeah right no he sent me his calendar i'm like man <laughs> and he was coming to like you know i was going to you know palmer's and going to lake catholic I was like man yeah have you come back you know I'm sure people would come, but it's like, and then he was going to be, you know, he had a tournament last weekend. Yes. Right? I mean, in uh, the outdoor. Hey, you know, you should have fired off. You should have fired off a text message or an email that says, why do you hate me? Yeah, no. Me? <laughs> no, don't do that. That's too no. much negativity. No. I've learned that hate is too, too much no. of a bird to bear. No, it definitely. I is. love that quote. No. So, so, uh, you come know, on, you, bring it inside the circle. Where can they find you? Um, we're not wrapping um, up. I just, you know, I just no, want no, 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 pe no people that don't uh, know. Yeah, yeah. Inside the circle, mainly Twitter. That's our main go-to. We do have a YouTube channel. If you just type in Mark Sean ITC, that's what I. Mm -hmm. That's normally how I get to it. So okay. I don't think uh, Sean's ever been on it, so he couldn't tell you how to get to the YouTube. <laughs> He's channel. not the computer guy. No, not at all. So uh, we do have a website, but we didn't buy like domain rights. So it's this real long address, but we link it when we get to Twitter. When you get to, we have a Facebook fan or fan page. 